dog friendly. Dog friendly. We are. Mutiny Radio is absolutely dog friendly. Ooh, a dog party. Ain't no party like a dog party. <laughs> dog party at Mutiny Radio. Every Friday, dog party at Mutiny Radio. Happy hour. <laughs> 2781 21st Street. Happy hour. Mutiny Radio. Dot FM. Here in Dot SF. Calling all crusties, punks, and poses. Pick your posteriors up off the pavement. Pack up your pins and patches and prepare to party. The Pacific Northwest Vest Fest returns this Saturday only at the SeaTac Expo Center. Whether you're a leather lover or just a denim demon, if you're looking to dress to impress for less, do not stress. You'll find all the best in pre-distressed dress right here at the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest. With over 40 vendors selling countless crossover styles, you'll find the perfect thing for your scene. Metal, thrash, Walmart, high-vis, and everything in between. All in one place, one day only. Unless it's a jacket. If you need a jacket, take your square ass somewhere else. Never pay for fabric you don't need and ditch the sleeves, but save the rest for the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest this Saturday only at SeaTac. Bring a can of PBR, get it half price. Daddy, Daddy, what are we gonna do today? At 2 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon? Oh, over there at the parklet in front of Atlas Cafe for Titans of Comedy. That, that's Titans of Comedy. Apparently, they've got great sandwiches, cafe drinks, and even some of my favorite beverages, like beer, wine, and sangria. All the things I drink to forget your mother. I knew Uncle Blake says you smell like a brewery. What did I say about interrupting me? Anywho, right here on 20th and Alabama in the Deep Mission, paired with tasty comedy from Bay Area's favorite comics. For free! Every Saturday. Or at least the two Saturdays a month that the court mandates I have to see you. It's sunshine! And even in the drizzle, but not too much. Hey, Daddy, remember after soccer practice when it was raining and you didn't come? I really don't. Anywho. You take it with the freezers. Reservations on Eventbrite. Stuck in public schools. <laughs> in a tri-level dual world of stand-up comedy. Laughter has value, and the unexpected laugh is priceless. Who is that live.com? Comedy local shows on sale now. Everyone that purchases a ticket will automatically be entered into a true drawing. Who wants to focus on the genre of stand up comedy and those that, who's that? go to who is that live.com for upcoming shows?
Mikey, that song is called Acid and Fapping. Black Black Plastic Mutiny Radio dot FM
special joy these twos have given us. We have a quorum. We have a quorum of comedians. We have enough to start the AA meeting. Just kidding. It's not an AA meeting. It's just a comedy. It's Tuesday night people are some of the other people who are going to be playing this week. Santana. We got a couple guys in the house. We're going to do some jokes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, who wants to go first? Don't put it together. Hey, everybody. Your first comedian is super hungry for stage time, so he did the legwork to get comedians to see his jokes right now. Put your hands together, everybody, for Sean Darum. Yay! Yay! Hello. We doing four minutes? Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah? Oh, whatever. It's in my hands. I'll stick with it. Okay. So I uh I have been dating a little person recently. I think that's the uh politically correct term, right? For uh Filipinos. Okay. Actually, based on our height difference, we are in a long distance relationship. All right. Let's see what else do I need to practice tonight? Oh, 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 oh. Let me use memory to remember what I need to practice tonight. I um, am from Northern California. I was uh, conceived in the traditional Northern California way. Uh, my father ejaculated into some bong water, and my mother took a hit directly into her vagina. This is my culture. Um, now I was a uh, I was born in January, which happens to be uh, nine months after April. So my parents either had a really wild 420, or my father had a large lapse in judgment during April Fools. Uh, hold on, hold on. No notes. No notes. No notes. Next joke is about uh I'll do I'll do uh my marriage one. Um I I was uh talking with my dad recently, he asked me if I plan on getting married and um I don't. I'm actually actively working against it. Like I won't even say the word marry around my girlfriend. But like, hey babe, you wanna go ride the rotating impaled animals? You guys wanna hear a second one? It didn't work yesterday when I said it, but I'll do it. No, babe. I don't know who owns that little lamb whose fleece is white as snow. Okay. I try. It's too seasonal. I was trying to write that one. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I don't think, I think that's where I'm, I don't know. I'll, I'll end the marriage part with this part. Um. So yeah, I don't really uh, have much of a concept of marriage. Like I only know it from my parents and they sort of had me as like a last ditch effort to save their marriage, but they're a uh, divorce now. So I was sort of born a failure. Yeah, it's okay though. I survived. It was my brother that died. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. He's only four years old. They barely knew him. Shouldn't say that part. It is true. Yeah. 
is actually sadly true. And it is sadly why they got a divorce too. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I won't say that then. <laughs> maybe I'll leave that part. Um. <laughs> oh no, it is very real. It is why their marriage ended. Um. <laughs> okay. I'm uh I'm pretty uh broke right now. I'm at like that stage where um things keep going wrong with my car but I just ignore them. Like my brakes start going out, I'm like it's fine, I'll just press really hard and hope no strollers roll out into traffic. My passenger door stopped working, I was like it's fine, I'll just stop knowing other people. Fine. Be okay. Check engine light turned on, but it's fine. I'll just kill myself. It's fine. You guys want to talk about rats? You've heard this rat joke before. I'm going to do it for you again. I, uh, I have a dog. There you go. That's how I start that one. I do have a dog. And, um, he, uh, I wish he knew what I'd do here. He doesn't get any of my jokes. That dude has no sense of humor. But rats will laugh if you tickle them. How do I know that, you ask? Mind your business, I answer. What I do at PetSmart at 3 a.m. between me, God, and those poor defenseless animals. <laughs> but, uh, I, I I do think rats are misunderstood because I relate to them a lot. Cause like I too will only be seen out at night, gathering food, and leaving my droppings as I go. I too walk into rooms and cause women to scream and jump on tables. I too am covered in fleas and ticks. All right. I think that's all I wanted to work out, but thank you guys so much for coming. I appreciate it. Woo! Sean Darum, everyone. That was five and a half minutes. Yay! All right. Who wants to go next? You guys want to mad dog each other? All right. Here you go, everybody. Put your hands together for Sam West. Yay! All right. Hey, everybody. Hey, friends. I came down here to practice this one. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I was looked at tickets, dude. No fucking way in hell. Holy shit. Because last week they were, like, cheap because it was raining. And then this week, yeah, 1500 for two tables. Uh, hey, on the walk down here, I was like, all right, let's, I'm trying to get m more comfortable on stage. So I just scraped from the bottom of the barrel here. But, uh, okay. Um... I saw a drag race on the way down here. Never seen someone in heels run that fast before. That's stupid. All right, they, see, they made it worth it. We did it. We've done it. All right. The walk was worth it. Um, hey, this next one, dead serious, because, you know, we're, we're all comedians in the room. It's cool. Uh, if this is a joke that I stole, please tell me, because it sounds familiar, but also I'm like, maybe I did come up with that. All right. Dead serious, too. All uh, right. I have an uncle, in general, if I ever steal a joke, please, 
beat the living shit out of me. I swear to God, my conscience is so guilty. Sometimes I'm like, did I? I that carrot joke. I'm like, Sean told me he's like, dude, uh, I think that's a Mitch Hedberg joke, and I've never felt the same way telling it. And I, I've scoured the internet for Mitch Hedberg carrot jokes. Dude, if just if you beat me with a carrot, if you find all right. I have an uncle that's addicted to rehab centers. The only way we can keep him away is if we lock him in a closet and feed him drugs. It backfires though, it just makes him want to go more. <laughs> See, the good thing about it not working is it doesn't matter if it's someone else's joke. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, into athletic wear, you know. Nike's getting in all in all the uh, extreme sports, you know, wakeboarding, skateboarding. Haven't broken into waterboarding yet, though. You know, it's because they don't have, like, a cool guy wearing nice waterboarding shoes, like a Jordan with the dunks, you know? They need, like, a George Bush putting on the Guantanamo 2023s. All right, this is an old joke that I just kind of wanted to revisit. Um, my friend asked me if I, uh, if I like uh, Tupac, you know, and I, I was like, fuck, all right, hang on, let me back it up. This is, the, this is why I wanted to revisit it. Um, Trying to keep up with progressive acronyms, you know? Like, I just learned POTUS, President of the United States. My friend's like, hey, dude, do you like Tupac? I was like, dude, transgender Ukrainian people of color? I love them. What are you talking about? Like, no, dude, Tupac, it's a rapper, you know? And then, you know, we explained that, and then he's like, dude, do you at least enjoy bisexual, indigenous, genderless Geminis for inclusivity everywhere? Like, dude, Biggie, so much better than Tupac, holy shit. Um, this is just a sentence I thought of. If I ever kill myself, I'm just going to drink a bunch of Coke and Mentos. Just blow up. <laughs> Most innocent suicide bomber ever. Um, all right, I'll end with this. Am I okay on time, Pam? Is that it? Holy shit. Am I, am I actually at two minutes? Oh, okay. I was like, two. Fuck. Um, all right, uh. New kind of longer form bit that I'm trying to get away from the setup punch thing. So let me try this without looking here. Um, I learned how to masturbate at a young age, you know, playing video games. Well, I didn't learn actually. You know, it wasn't like I had like a mentor, you know. It was more like I just figured it out. There wasn't like a Yoda on my shoulder. Um, playing video games, I found out if I move the character in this corner, the controller starts to vibrate. And a strong gust from the heavens blew the controller downwards. And before I knew it, I had discovered the ultimate cheat code. It was incredible, but my friends eventually learned the proper way to masturbate, and uh, I was left in the dust. They'd be talking about their favorite porn star at lunch. Yada, yada, bada, bada. Crash Bandicoot? They're like, dude, no, not video games, Sam. Porn stars. Like, what, what gets you on, you know? Oh, 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 uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yeah. Knocking me, making fun of me. Dude, you guys haven't even played the campaign yet. Don't knock it till you try it. No, I don't masturbate anymore. I'm older. You know, that's for kids. You, you, you can't be in your late 20s masturbating in bed alone, you know? No, nowadays, I just sit on the couch and kind of, like, stroke my dick like it's a cat on my lap. It purrs. You know, scratch under the chin. All right. Thanks, guys. Sam <laughs> West, everyone. Yay. Oh, Laura Croft, because she's, she's hot. Or maybe Chun-Li from, from like Street Fighter. Chun-Li was always pretty hot with her high kicks. 
Before I craft this. So they specifically were like they wanted to make a hot ass and so they made it a chick. They're like, that makes sense. Wow. Wow. You wow. You're blow you're lifting the veil here, Josh Kotsky. <laughs> Looking deep. Uh, all right, which one of you? All right, put your hands together, everybody, for Ian Langland. This has never happened before. Now I know how it feels. I, I, I never even fuck with the stand. It always fucks me up. I never know how it works. Okay, this undoes it. Okay. There we go. I don't even use the stand. I don't know why I did that. Um, so... Good, now we're down here. All right, good. This is a good start. Let's see, I'll do some uh, stuff I've been thinking about. Um, one of the only ways I, I me and my dad really get along is we watch sports. We'll watch, like, football a lot. And it's very funny to watch my dad. It's the only time he gets, like, angry. Like, he gets, like, pissed off watching football. But it's at the point where, like, it's like he doesn't want to be happy watching the games. Oh, Jared's here. How could such a small man cause such a ruckus? Okay, good. Now shut the fuck up. Okay. Okay, uh, what was I saying? Yeah. But uh, the only time he really gets angry when he watches the games, and it's like it's at the point where I don't even think he wants to be happy. Like he just gets pissed at everything. Even if the game is going well, he'll just find shit to be pissed about. Like, I'll be like, well, that was a flag there. They didn't call it. I'm like, Dad, it's fine. It'll, it'll like, creep into the commercials, too. I'll be like, fucking Nissan is offering 0% APR financing? That's some bullshit, dude. Tostitos has scoops now? What the fuck is this country coming to? Like, no, Dad, chill out. Um, I, um, so I've been having, I, I've been having car problems, too, and, um, it's always such like a thing when I go to the mechanic to like bring in my car. Like I, I tr <laughs> before I go to the mechanic, it's like I'm about to go on a date because I want to dress a certain way so they don't think I'm like a bitch, you know, so they don't like scam me, you know. Like I'll be like, no, no pastels today, Ian. You gotta, you gotta really bring your A game. So I like I like to dress really manly. And then I'm like, I, I think about what I'm going to say to them, too, like the wording of it. Because if they catch one little slip-up, they're just going to overcharge you for everything. So I'll just be like, yeah, yeah, you know, the uh, the southern girder on the uh, on the left tire bank, it's on the, uh, it's off the axle about 38 diameters. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that is, that, that's right. And I even go even further. I'll be like, actually, my grandfather was uh, Henry Ford, so I know a lot about these vehicles. And uh, I actually invented the car. Uh, Maybe that's a thing one day. Maybe that's a thing. I want to. I want to do the beginning of this soap joke. If you guys would be so. Uh, you guys would let me. Um, so I. Uh, I actually prefer using women's soap. Uh, I prefer women's soap. It's it's so much better, guys. You really gotta. You gotta make the change. Okay. It it just does wonders for my body. Besides the fact that I'm menstruating, it's like fine. You know. It's been doing great. Uh, 
It's good. You guys know about exfoliating? I have body wash that exfoliates. It, it's wonderful. I thought exfoliating was a Harry Potter spell, so this is good. I'm learning a lot. I'm, I'm learning. Pam liked that one, so that's good. That gets a check. That was just the beginning I wanted. Um, let me think. This is very unprofessional. Let me check my phone. How is everybody doing today? Okay, <laughs> good. Um, it's funny, uh, th these are really, we're, re I'm at the bottom of the barrel too here, Sam. I, uh, I, I was thinking about Charles Darwin, as one does, and I was thinking about it, and, uh, so he wasn't, like, respected at the time, like, his work wasn't, like, respected, and it was, like, wasn't until years later after he, like, had died that people were like, oh, shit, this guy was actually onto something, but it's like, when you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. He was just like pulling up to that island, and he's like, have you seen the labia on these finches, dude? These are crazy. We're like, dude, Charles, chill the fuck out, dude. Like, you ever put your dick in the mouth of a Galapagos tortoise? It's so different than the ones on this side of the island. And they're like, Jesus. Didn't respect. Half the book of what he of the book he made, it's just like the Kama Sutra of animals. He's like, look at the look at how they fuck, and everyone's like, Charles, you got to chill out, dude. You're not coming to, you're not gonna kick him off the beagle. We don't want you here anymore. That was a good science joke. Did you like that one, Jared? I I it's because I'm doing it. it's because nothing. I needed to just talk. I'm stressed. This is for all the guys. Have you guys ever been in the women's bathroom? You have, uh, you know, I'm really learning how how much more awesome the women's bathroom is than the men's bathroom. It's really, it's like night and day. Like, like I remember one time my girlfriend FaceTimed me. She was like, she was like at, at a bar. She was like in the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, damn, dude, the bar is popping right now. She's like, oh, no, I'm just in the bathroom. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, and I'm going around, you, you, you look around, and it's just like women are like kissing each other. Women are like, wow, you're so beautiful. Everyone's doing cocaine. There's like a DJ in the bathroom also. And it's like, what? It looks so lovely in there. But then the, if you, the men's bathroom is like completely, it's dead silent. <laughs> Everyone's just like in line waiting their turn to pee. No one's saying anything. It's like a mortuary in there. I think we need to spice it up, though. I think we need to make the men's bathroom more fun. Is that true? Or the, is the women's bathroom more fun? It is? Pam? I feel like every time my girlfriend goes to the bathroom, she's like, oh, my God, like, I just met this girl. I'm like, what do you mean you met someone in the bathroom? You met someone? I don't, I don't look. You, the men's bathroom is just like, don't look at me. I'm in shame that I have to pee, and you don't want to look when they're next to you. you you're like, when you're touching a cock, you don't want to be next to a dude that he's touching his cock. I don't even pee half the time. When there's a dude next to me, I pee probably 15% of the time. I can't do it. It's hard, dude. And then the more I think about it, the more it, it, it's, it's, it doesn't work. Um, are, 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 we, are you guys millennial? What's the, what's, millennials are Gen Z. I don't even know how old you are. You're Gen Z, dude. Um. Sorry, I just I just know that. I just know that. I just know that. Um 
but it's so funny because I guess this this is true for us too. Well, okay, well basically when you're a kid and you're like in middle school, like the meanest things anybody could say to you were two things. Bear with me. The meanest things anybody could say to you is that like you're gay and you're retarded. Those were the two things. Like if you were those two things, it was like the worst thing. But then you go on TikTok today and everyone wishes they were gay and retarded. You know what I mean? I swear to God, every other video is like, the story of how I found out that I was neurodivergent. It's just like, this is the thing we were escaping our entire, and then the next video is like, me coming out as a pangender queer DJ. You know, it's just like, the thing we didn't, we were escaping our entire lives, we have all become in our, in our adulthood. These were just ideas. I'm sorry, have I been up here for too long? Oh shit, seven <laughs> minutes, dude. I'm headlining. You guys can boo me if you don't want me to talk anymore. He, he just said something to me. How does your dick look in there, Josh? Very small, okay. Unoriginal. Wait, let me think. Uh, half of my jokes just start with, I get stressed. There's three right here. This is like, I get stressed. God, so bad. Maybe I have to. Maybe I have to leave. Um, um. Oh, I'm too insecure to be racist. Um. How can you hate others when you don't even love yourself? You know. And that's what I'll end on. Okay, bye. Yay! 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 Look at that. The time just flies by when he's on stage. That was lovely. All right. So we'll go Josh and then Jared and then me. And then that looks like that'll we'll, and then and then we'll all go to um, who's looking for parking? Who is? Allison. Oh, cool. Um, your next comedian. So funny. So wonderful. Runs a show at the Silver Cloud. Put your hands together for Josh Kotsky. <laughs> I'm going to be Spencer Devine. Woo, 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 woo. All right, we're going to try a bunch of new shit, so excuse the notebook. Um, do you guys hear uh, Jonathan Michaels died today? You guys know who that is? There was this dude, he was the first person ever to be diagnosed with paper bones, paper skin. He was ripped in, fuck, he was torn in half. So I just want to be the first one to say rip. Um, all right, that was a stupid one I thought of. Uh, we went to this uh, went to this uh, hot pot restaurant uh, last night called uh, the Happy Lamb, and I don't like when restaurants like make me feel bad for the animals we're eating. Like the the Happy Lamb, the Tipsy Pig, the Dancing Yak. Like I feel like I'm interrupting something. Like I want to go to places where I can feel good about what I'm doing. So uh, I thought of a few: uh, the Misogynistic Chicken. Uh, the Holocaust denying trout, uh, that cheating cow. Like, I want to bite into a burger and be like, fuck yeah, you deserve this. Um, oh, yeah, that's uh, it's also why, like, uh, why I always like eating in Chinatown. Like, because I don't, I don't want to make, I don't want to eat, you know, happy stuff. So that's why I always go to Chinatown and just eat the ducks there because, you know, you can tell that they were depressed and they went to hang themselves. Uh, I'm trying to fix that joke up. I like it. It, 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 stopped, it stopped working as the documentary thing. I'm trying to figure it out. Um, it reminded me of something. Uh, I don't like going to, or it's weird like going to get my car fixed. Because, yeah, I don't know anything about my car either. And going to get my car fixed, it's the one place where, like, I'll buy something and then not know if I got it. 
that makes sense? Like, I'll go, and they're like, oh, you need to get this air filter replaced. That's $50. And then I leave, and I'm like, I don't know if you did it. I, I don't know. I feel like if I went to Safeway and I spent 80 bucks, like, I would want to know if I bought my fucking eggs or not. All right. Uh, what else we got? Um, yeah, let's do this one. I feel like Florida gets a bad rap. There's all these, like, Florida man articles. Like, Florida man does something crazy. And I learned that's because... Florida has this specific freedom of information law that just makes it really easy for the, the pictures and the stories of, um, of like, sus uh, suspects and people who've been arrested to be uh, you know, given out to the media. But, like, I feel like for every Florida man story, there's a billion times worse San Francisco ones. Like, I was just looking online. It's like, Florida man wears fuck the police shirt to his court hearing. How about San Francisco man shits on the doorstep of the police department? Like... We have you beat, and two other funny examples on their way. Um, I feel like type 2 diabetes is, it's a weird disease. It feels like a disease that a child invented. They're like, if I don't get my candy right fucking now, I will throw a tantrum. I will lie down and not move. Okay, figuring that out. Uh, <laughs> there's no continuity in these. Um, I played, racism's bad, but... Um, uh, when I was uh, when I was little, I played uh, house leagues. Do you guys know what house league soccer is, or like house league sports? It was basically like if you weren't good enough to play like club soccer, it was just like the get you out of the house league. Um, but it was like we'd always we play these teams, and the other teams' coaches would be like, "Go, go, go!" and we'd win. And then we played this one team where they're like, "Vamanos!" and we got like fucked. Uh, like we had this rule in this league where it was uh, if you were up by six or more, or if you were up by six, every goal would count as a negative. And then, you know, if you're up by five, we lost this game 6-0 five separate times. Like, all right, figuring that out with all my other racist athletic jokes. Um, stupidest thing I ever did. I, dude, I've, I've been, like, writing about stupid stuff I did, and I'm, like, slowly reason realizing, like, I might actually just be an idiot. Like, I should be dead by now. Um, I was remember, I, uh, when I was in school in Chico, I answered this Craigslist ad that just said, need help digging two six-foot holes. And it paid 20 And I, like, went, no questions asked. I dug it. Like, I went, this guy had me dig two, like, six-foot by four-foot holes for a gate. But I spent, like, four hours in the pouring rain doing this, and then I got back home, and my roommate's like, didn't you think he was making you dig your own grave? And I was like, I didn't think about that, but okay. Um, all right. Uh, Mina, cover your ears for this. Um, so I, uh, my girlfriend's here. It was weird doing this joke. Um, we've been dating like four years. I'm not, I've told her this, whatever. Um, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, dude, okay, this is separate. I did comedy for my parents the other night, like the last Silver Cloud thing, and I had to like qualify every joke. I was like, so I did cocaine in college. Not really, for the joke, for the joke. <laughs> um, well, no, uh, we've been dating like four years now, uh, not my parents, me and my girlfriend, and uh, I think <sighs> I'm not ready to get married, she's like excited to get married, and like I don't want to, I don't want to like get her hopes up, so I'm like scared to take a knee now, like I, I can't tie my shoes without getting her hopes up, you know, like I can't, I can't protest the national anthem without getting her hopes up, I can't blow a dude 
without getting her hopes up, you know? She's like, oh my God, it's really happening. And I have to explain to her. <laughs> All right, so I got one more in the 30 seconds I have left. Do, 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 do. All right, yeah, real quick one. Um, I like the term man boobs because um, I like to think about some like chubby kid who is trying to be like an alpha male. Some dude was like, you have titties. It was like, fuck you not, these are man boobs. You guys haven't even hit puberty yet. You probably even haven't had your man periods. Josh Kotsky, everyone. Hooray! Yay! New premises, new things. Uh, we have three comedians left. Clap your hands together for Jared Senna! That's right, bitches. Give it up for me. Give it up for Pam as well. How are you guys doing? My name's Jared. I'm the other half of a trench coat. I'm here to tell you guys joke. Uh, I'm in therapy. Uh, make some noise if you guys are in therapy. All right, we got mentally ill people in the house. Great. Um, I, lo I love being in therapy because it taught me a lot of things that I didn't know about myself. Like my last therapy session, uh, my therapist told me that I commonly mistake uh, women being friendly as sexual attraction. I was like, how do you know that? And she said, because you're leaning in for a kiss right now. Yeah. Um, looking back, I was a really weird kid as a teenager. Like, I used to take dick pics, not to send. I just like to keep it, you know, just in case. You know, you never know when you need one. Um, but it backfired on me one time because, like, one time I was at Walmart trying to print my photography homework, and I didn't know how to use a kiosk machine, so I had to ask a, a nearby Walmart worker for help. Uh, as soon as she got it to work, the first thing to pop up was one of my dick pics. That was not even the worst thing. The worst thing is what she said. After it popped up, she said, oh, you an avid acorn collector? Uh, another thing I used to do, I used to get into rap battles. I was a rap battler when I was in high school. It was a really weird, I, that was also really weird because I would like talk shit to all the local rap battlers in my area and then like we would meet up and like we would like recite the poems we wrote for each other. You know, it was, it was low-key very intimate and also like very aggressive. Uh, one time I was battling a, like one of the top rap battlers in the area uh, the whole high school was watching, and I didn't have a lot to say, so I was under a lot of pressure. Luckily for me, what, his ex-girlfriend died the previous day, so that gave me a lot of ammunition. I was like, I'm going to beat you on this track like an athlete. I'm going to kill you in this rap battle like cancer killed Ashley. <laughs> like, I... Like, I spoke ill of someone dying just to win a high school rap battle. I was really dedicated to becoming the best rapper in Eastlake High. I don't even know who Ashley is. That's a funny part. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I moved here from San, moved here from San Diego to San Francisco. Uh, growing up in San Diego, I was called weird a lot. I mean, I guess you guys know why. Like, I was in rap battles and I took dick pics. Yeah, I was a weird kid. Yeah, I was a little worried I was going to be called weird I was going to be called weird a lot here in San Francisco too. But it turns out I fit in here way better than I ever did in San Diego. Now, now no one judges me when I poop on the sidewalk or take heroin on the bus. Uh you know one thing I found out. Did you get, uh, uh one thing I noticed about the Bay Area is that these Shen Yun posters are all over the place. 
Like, no matter what, you're going to get it in your mailing address. Or you're going to find it on a wall somewhere. Like, like you'll find it everywhere. Like, well, one thing I found out about it. Did you guys know that that is actually a cult? That is a Chinese cult. Like, that does not believe, that believes in aliens and doesn't believe in medicine. Medicine. Like, no wonder there's, like, flyers everywhere. It turns out they're just trying to, they're just trying to get us all in their cults. Honestly, I wish they were more upfront about it because, like, if I found out they were, they were, they were a cult, like, I probably would have attended a Shen Yun concert. I would have spent $200 to actually go see it because apparently that's how much it costs. I look it up on Ticketmaster. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I need to write more. <laughs> uh, what else do I got here? Uh, as a Gen Z person, uh, like Ian pointed out, um, I'm really grateful. Uh, we have the I, I grew up with the internet because it open because it helped me get resources that uh, I probably wouldn't have had if I grew up in the '90s. And when I say resources, I really just mean porn. I was really glad I had a lot of porn growing up. I think that was really good. Um, but I'm a little worried about, like, maybe my life was be would have been better without porn. Because, like, I was talking with one of my older cousins, and he told me that he became an artist because he didn't have access to porn at one point. So he would just draw what he wanted. He would just draw his own porn and look at that. I was like, what if, what if I didn't have porn? Like, like I don't know, like. I, I, I don't know where to go with this. Uh, that's all that, that's all I got. Give it up for give it up for Pam. Jared said hot takes on porn. Yeah. Hot takes acorn dicks and how many licks? Uh, cool. I tried to that was silly. Hey, your next comedian is also an improv artist, and who knows silly better than you? Put your hands together, everybody, for Allison Reynolds. Yay! <laughs> I do improv. Um, I have a Sketchfest show on February 3rd. If you guys want to come see that improv is actually <laughs> very cool. Um, you know how, has, has anybody been in a relationship with a woman who withholds sex as a punishment for doing something bad? Oh, shit. That guy just raised his hand, looked right at his girlfriend. <laughs> All right. Hold, we, don't, we don't have time for this. Uh, I don't believe in that. I don't think sex should be transactional. Um, if my boyfriend pisses me off, I just make him do all the work. I just lay there. Um, you were talking about that burying it or digging a six-foot hole. I don't have a joke about this, but I just have to fucking tell you guys. Um, this is fucked up. Uh, um, a man killed his wife. Um, <laughs> fuck you. It happens like a hundred times a day everywhere. Uh, no, but his wife was missing, and they suspected him, and then they went on his Google search, and on his Google search was how to dispose of a 115-pound woman's body. <laughs> yeah, and it got way, like, he might have been like, how do I bury Marsha without anybody finding her, <laughs> slash hide it from the cops, slash 
open an incognito tab. Um, I uh, I am bisexual. Don't applaud. It's normal. Um, and oh wow, thank you. Uh, I've been trying to like embrace my queer identity more and like go to gay, but it's like it's so fucking scary to try to like flirt with like y- women are friendly. I don't know if they like want to fuck me or if they just want to like you know, compliment my sweater. So it's really scary and intimidating. I'm trying to be brave. So I just like march into the lesbian bar and I'm like, I'm here, I'm queer, I'm not used to it. Please be nice to me. This is really scary. Uh, People hate it when you talk during movies or TV. I was watching the White Lotus finale with my roommate recently and at least five separate times, I'm like trying to watch and enjoy and he just turns to me and he's like, Allison, will you shut the fuck up? I can't hear what they're saying. Uh, uh, uh. One time I went to the hospital because I took 50 hits of acid, which in retrospect was probably not a good idea, but medical attention is still attention. <laughs> oh, it was worth it. All right, couple chuckles on that one. Uh, okay, here's an old joke I haven't done in a while. I did it when I first started, so maybe it's really bad. We'll see. Uh, you guys all know that like the women's bathroom is like a place of community. We always go there together. Um, and uh, why are you smiling like that? Oh, did you? Nice. Uh, okay, but you know, women, we're really intuitive. We can like communicate with each other sometimes non-verbally. And the other day I heard like sniffling in the stall next to me and I was like, okay, you're either like really sad and crying or you're doing cocaine and you have a little bag in there and either way, like I'll help you get to the bottom of it. (laughs) All right, that might be something. I just got a car for the first time in 10 years. It's very exciting. Shout out to the DMV for taking away my grandma's driving privileges. Straight up, that's how I got my fucking car. 97 Buick LeSabre, land yacht, fucking gorgeous. Um, But so it's 25 years old, so it's Gen Z, and I feel like it's kind of quiet quitting on me. Like it doesn't want to work very well. That could be something, right? Thanks, Pam. You, you like, I love you, and you like everything so much. And then I just keep telling these shit jokes. Uh, let's see, I might be out of shit. How's this? How's the leaning in the silence? Is this grabbing you? Ian, you loving it? Are you taking a video right now? <laughs> okay, I'm just going to tell one of my jokes that most of you have probably heard before. I had a boyfriend, he cheated on me. Anybody been cheated on? If you can't clap, you can do a loud sob will do. Um, um, do you want to talk about it? Seriously, I got a minute and barely anything else to say. No, because it's sad, right? It's fucked up. Okay. Um, if you didn't clap or sob just now, congratulations. You all have partners that are just really good at covering their tracks. If you are cheating, fucking... Wipe your phone. We are looking at it every time you go to the bathroom. But if you are getting cheated on, deal with it right away. You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, you seem really sorry about it. I'll let that slide. 
fooled me three times. That was the same girl as the first time that, like, it kind of doesn't count. It's a wash. But fool me seven times in five years. You're on thin ice. Stop doing it. Um, I wish that was a joke, but it's it's not. It's super duper not. Uh, and th uh, the rest I have to say about it's going to take too much time. Pam, will you honk at me just because it's fun? Thank you guys very much. I know you broke Alan your and Yay. And then yay. Okay. Well, um, laugh at my jokes. Yay. Clap and... I am Pam Benjamin. Why can't Californians have guns? Because they're always triggered. Ah. Oh my God, in San Francisco, they have these new cute cops. I, they do. I don't know why they're hiring cute cops, but it's fantastic. I walked by one, and he was so cute, and I waved, and I winked, and I said, I hope the SFPD makes a calendar, and they put you in it. And he smiled. How many lives did I save? Using white lady privilege for good. I don't know if the cop was actually cute or if I'm just incredibly lonely or if I have Stockholm Syndrome and I've truly fallen in love with my oppressor. Gaps! Ah! <laughs> All EMTs and firemen are hot. Have you noticed this? I figured this out because when you're dying and you look up, you want to have a reason to live. <laughs> Mouth to mouth from a 26-year-old. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I am lonely. I never internet dated. I, I don't know, you know, how do you meet people in this modern world? I asked a girlfriend, what do you do with the internet dating? She said, you need to raise that bar really high. And I asked a boyfriend, boy guy, and I was like, what do you do? And he said, you need to lower that bar way down. Can't we just meet at the bar? That's how we used to do it. Now I have to have a pull up, fill out a survey to get laid. Great. So I was outside a bar looking for hot guys, and a fire truck rolled up, and out of it spilled ten gorgeous men in costume, and one of them had an axe. Oh, and they ran up this building to save someone from an opiate overdose or something. It's San Francisco, and they came back down really quickly. Probably dead person, again, San Francisco. But I waved at one of the hot firemen, and he waved back. And then I gave him a little shoulder, little, a little wiggle, and he rang the bell. Ring-a-ding! We were vibing. But I'm so stupid, I didn't take down the number of the truck. So how am I ever going to find that hot fireman again? So my plan is to go back same place, same bar, same time. I'm going to pay a questionably housed man 20 bucks to start a garbage can fire. And then woo, 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 woo. That's my version of Tinder. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> What? Stop Asian hate. We've got to do it. It's time. Stop Asian hate. And uh, uh, we really need to stop it. My Vietnamese friend called me up, and she said, Pam. 
don't you trust Chinese women? They're all snakes. And I said, I have to agree, but also disagree. You know, some are snakes, but some are dragons. And some are rabbits, and some are dogs, and some are oxen, and some are rats. Happy New Year, Lunar New Year, everyone. Yay. Yay. Okay, 324. I've got to tighten it up. I only get to do three minutes of clean on this show, and I forgot the line about never a bumble, never a farmer's only, and never a Craigslist miscount. And I'm still 24, min- 24 seconds over. But I want to get the Asian thing in at the end. I think it's a good closer because it's Lunar New Year on Sunday. So, no? Is that not true? Is it too edgy? It's okay, good. Because I, I think it's topical and it's still clean. I don't know. I'm just going to have to tighten it up. Yeah, I have to, you know what I'll shave out? I'll shave out all the opiate stuff. San Francisco opiate. Just kill that out. Because it doesn't, it doesn't, I mean, it's cute. It, I mean, it's good for us, but this isn't, this isn't Pleasanton, so they're probably not going to, they'll, they're, they're not going to, the reference will be lost on them. Right is probably a little bit too edgy. That's my other thing is, I don't know if I should say I have to fill out a survey to get laid. Is that too, too, that's, that's clean? It's the Tommy, it's the thing for the Keenan. It's like a thing. There's bookers, there's PG-13 bookers. Okay. Right. Well, I, and I, there's a Zoom call tomorrow that I'm doing with them, and they're going to tell me things. And then, because I have another three-minute set, but it's like all softballs. Like, it's my Trader Joe's joke. It's just so stupid. It's, you know, you like the Trader Joe's joke? And then, and then Death Metal Poet. Trader Joe's joke is... Um, they say you are what you eat. I just got my 23 and me back. I'm 28% Irish and 72% Trader Joe. <laughs> I love Trader Joe. What did you get things from Trader Joe's? What's your favorite thing? And then you say something. Right. And then I and then I say I love the I have to have the grapefruit juice. I need the acid because I am so basic. Yes, I binged season 3 of Emily in Paris. You did too. Look at you. Like I do that little thing. And yeah, and then it's, uh, but the only only edgy one on that is the closing joke of that is, oh, I have the worst roommate, knock, knock, knock on the door while I masturbate. Oh, mom, why do I still live with my mom? So I say masturbate. But 13-year-olds masturbate, so that's PG-13. So I, 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 I don't know. So, but so it's this, it's so I either I'm going to do this set about dating and firemen and cops, or I'm going to do this set where it's like family friendly. And I have to choose. Well, no, it has to rhyme. It it has to rhyme because it's the whole point is it is a poetry joke. So <laughs> I don't know. Well, say so yeah, but I don't know if masturbates. Anyways, on the Zoom call tomorrow, I'll figure it out. Well, but you guys think that that three minutes of the dating stuff with the firemen and stuff—that's funny stuff, yeah. It's cleaning and yeah. So they just—I can tighten it. Okay, thank you guys. All right. Well, yay. Um, I don't know if we're all going to um. Yeah, if we're all going to the bar on Dolores. But that's a thing. Um, and you should all come do that. And thanks for being here and letting us all run jokes. And thanks for letting me run that that three because I really want to figure out. I, th- I just I don't want to fuck up. I like never get these kind of opportunities. And so I want to take the most opportunities of opportunities. I sent in, I sent in a, I sent in a video and I was chosen. I talked to somebody else the other night, and he's from Sacramento, and he's like, 
He's like, how did you get chosen? I'm like, I don't know. I sent the video to this guy and he chose me. He's like, they didn't choose me. And I was like, oh my God. So like other people applied to this? I had no idea. Okay. of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Namaste. Every Monday at 6 p.m., it's Joke Workshop, streaming live on mutinyradio.fm. Lift the veil from your third eye on joke creation and what it takes to be a stand-up comic. In the five shakasanas of San Francisco's comedy scene, this all-ages open mic invites Oh, pre-sign by Venmoing two to five dollars at Mutiny Radio. Join us live for a small and special audience at the Mutiny Radio Studio and Gallery Performance Space, two seven eight one Twenty First Street at Florida Street in the deep, deep, deep Mission. Every Monday at six p.m. Does my ponytail look cool? Thank you. Namaste. Tuesday used to be the most unlikely night for fun. But every week at 6 p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mic. And see comics work out new material for free. For free. They get your Tuesday night party on with two-for-one well drink specials during the 6 to 8 p.m. show. Check out Eventbrite to reserve your free seat every Tuesday, 6 p.m. At OMG on Savory 6th Street. Savory 6th Street. Show up to go up. The best barbecue in San Francisco and free comedy? Come get messy with the sauce every Wednesday, 7 p.m. at Baby Blue's Barbecue at 3149 Mission Street, just past Cesar Chavez. Hilarious Bay Area stand-up comics, amazing smoked meats, and $5 cans of standard deviant brew. This neighborhood gym is a bizarre and fun weekday night treat with free comedy to tickle your ribs. Join your friends for Mutiny Radio every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. at Baby Blue's Barbecue. Reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite to let us know you're coming to laugh. Hey, kids, it's your pal, Spider-Man. <laughs> Sorry, Spiderman. Artemis Spiderman. When I'm not swinging through the senior facility, best in Mysterio at Boggle, 
or getting beautifully plowed by the rhino, I'm headed down to Mutiny Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida. They got some schlemiels doing the laugh laugh. But hey, don't be a schmuck and donate two to five dollars on, hold, hold on, what is this? Let me get my glasses. The print's too small. Then Moe? That's not real. What is that, Swedish? You knew that, right? This is in San Francisco. I'll drown it on. I'll, it's nap time. The year is 2023. Oh, I wish that laughter had value and the unexpected laugh was priceless. Worry not. True entertainment has brought us a savior in who's that live.com. Oh, finally, an escape from the apocalyptic nightmare I live in. You can go to who's that live.com and buy comedy tickets. And you're in a raffle, I guess. True, 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 true productions. Weekly comedy at the best neighborhood bar in the city. Join your friends from Mutiny Radio every Thursday at 8 p.m. at the Bar on Dolores at 29th and Dolores. Starting after any very important sports game that might happen to be on, you're guaranteed a night of laughter for free. And when paired with the drink specials and the nicest bartender in San Francisco, it'll become a Thursday ritual. Show up to go out for comics, and please reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite so we know you're coming to laugh. is when the comedy is the cheapest. Happy hour, the most free two hours of hour-long comedy on the radio and internet streaming live <laughs> 2781 21st Street. Come down, be in the audience. Dog-friendly. Dog fri- we are. Mutiny Radio is absolutely dog-friendly. A dog party. Ain't no party like a dog party. <laughs> dog party at Mutiny Radio. Every Friday, dog party at Mutiny Radio. Happy hour. <laughs> 2781 21st Street. Happy hour. Mutiny Radio. Dot FM. Here in Dot SF. Calling all crusties, punks, and poses. Pick your posteriors up off the pavement. Pack up your pins and patches and prepare to party. The Pacific Northwest Vest Fest returns this Saturday only at the SeaTac Expo Center. Whether you're a leather lover or just a denim demon, if you're looking to dress to impress for less, do not stress. You'll find all the best in pre-distressed fest right here at the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest. With over 40 vendors selling countless crossover styles, you'll find the perfect thing for your scene. Metal, thrash, Walmart, high-vis, and everything in between. All in one place. One day only. Unless it's a jacket. If you need a jacket, take your square ass somewhere else. Never pay for fabric you don't need and ditch the sleeves, but save the rest for the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest this Saturday only at SeaTac. Bring a can of PBR, get it half price. Daddy, Daddy, what are we going to do today? At 2 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon? Oh, over there at the parklet in front of Atlas Cafe for Titans of Comedy. That, that's Titans of Comedy. Apparently, they've got great sandwiches, cafe drinks, and even some of my favorite beverages, like beer, wine, and sangria. All the things I drink to forget your mother. My new Uncle Blake says you smell like a brewery. What did I say about interrupting me? Anywho, right here on 20th and Alabama in the Deep Mission, paired with tasty comedy from Bay Area's favorite comics. For free! 
every Saturday, or at least the two Saturdays a month that the court mandates I have to see you. It's sunshine, and even in the drizzle, but not too much. Hey, Daddy, remember after soccer practice when it was raining and you didn't come? I really don't. Anywho. You take it with the freezers. Reservations on Eventbrite. Talk in public schools. In a tri-level dual world of stand-up comedy, laughter has value and the unexpected laugh is priceless. Who is that live.com? Comedy local shows on sale now. Everyone that purchases a ticket will automatically be entered into a true drawing. Who wants to focus on the genre of stand-up comedy and those that, who's that? <laughs> Go to whoisthatlive.com for upcoming shows. Join us on a journey into the absurd. Radio Havana, 11.09 Valencia, at 22nd, in San Francisco, The Wire, Improv. and welcome to the Gates of Delirium with me, your host, Perkins Warbeck Twenty-Third. It's Wednesday night at 6 o'clock here in the Mission District of San Francisco, California. And it's time for the Gates of Delirium, a two-hour excursion into the joyous fringes of the progressive rock genre here on MutinyRadio.fm. Tonight we will be listening exclusively to my favorite artist, Jethro Tull. I'm going to be concentrating mostly on the lesser known, lesser known gems of his repertoire. 
tonight will be from 1970 to 1976. There'll be a selection of juicy bits. Right now we're listening to Hand Dance from 1976's Vince Wrong the Gallery. This is the last song on the second side, as a matter of fact. Often overlooked. Not here at the Gates of Delirium, where we plumb the depths of the Progressive Rock Archive. Once again, my name is Perkins Warbeck, the 23rd. I'll be your host this evening. Here we're going to move on with our first selection this evening. This is from the Benefit album, And the Mouse Police Never Sleeps. You are listening to Mutiny Radio.fm. Thank you. 
the Oh, time. 
That was Looking to the Sun from Jethro Tull's second album, their first real album. Their first actual album was This Was. That was something that they did in a blues vein, because that's what you had to do in 1969 in London. Their second album was the first album, which they started exploring the unique blend of folk and rock and English troubadour sensibility that is the unique style of Jethro Tull. What are we moving on to another track from that same album? This is Batman. You are listening to Mutiny Radio FM. <laughs> Just good fun. Would rather be a thin man. I am so glad to go on being one. Too much to carry around with you. No chance of finding a woman who will love you in the morning.
not the patience to ignore all that. Hate to admit to myself, I thought my problems came from being fat. What a sight for my eyes to see you in sleep. Could it stop the sunrise hearing you weep? You're not seen, you're not heard, but I stand by. A thousand miles just to catch you while you're smiling. What a day for laughter. And walking at night Me following after Your hand holding tight And the memory stays clear With a song that you'll hear If I can but make What a reason for waiting and dreaming of 
So he's hoping you faith in impossible schemes that are born in the sight of the wind blowing by while the dimming light brings the end to a night of love.
I would like to take a brief moment here to acknowledge the 
hard work and devotion that our own Pamelita Binyamin puts in here at MutinyRadio.fm. Her dazzling personality, wit and wisdom, and indefatigable efforts on behalf of this station keeps it alive. And we thank her for all her efforts. Please donate to MutinyRadio.fm and keep the heartbeat of the mission alive. We thank you in advance. We'd like to thank the sponsors of Gates of Delirium, Alfred's World of Trousers. Alfred has a trouser for you, as well as the moral strength and courage to get through the next day. You'll find Alfred's World of Trousers off the last exit on the existential highway. Don't miss that exit. Come see Alfred for trousers. Leave with so much more. And my name is Perkins Warbeck, the 23rd. The latest in the line, direct line of the princes in the tower. The rightful heir to the English throne. The carrier of the mantle of the Plantagenet dynasty, which never ended. We shall return. We're going to continue on with a piece from Benefit Album, 1970. This is Inside by Jethro Tull. You are listening to The Gates of Delirium.
There was a time when you were so young and walked in that way. 